Hey, Jerome. Hey, Laura. How are you? I am feeling fantastic. I am. I love to be drained after a run, <laughs> <laughs> after church. Did you go in, in your favorite place that you always I do? I did, but I didn't get to be poet boy today. I had written this poem for this couple that I always see, and I didn't get to you know, recite my poem that I wrote for them today. So I get to save it up. Yes. Yeah. How about you? Um, We've had a great weekend. It's cooled off here, which is nice. And um, I got to spend time with Rob last night because Nora was on a sleepover. Nice. That's always fun. And get up in the morning and like not have to think about making eggs or whatever for her. I could just do my own thing, which is great. and yeah, you didn't have to wake up and be camp counselor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I hear you have a friend in town. Oh, yeah. Skippy is one of my best buds ever. Just very interesting cat. I met out in Aspen um, about seven years ago. and Has it been that long? It's been that long. Oh, my God. We are so the opposites of one another. He loves to explore and be adventure boy across the globe. And <laughs> I love to explore and be adventure boy within a four mile radius. <laughs> I think I get as much bang for the buck as <laughs> he does. And I know that we're going to talk about that today. <laughs> yeah, well, aren't you good with the segue? So today um, we are talking about a really, really great book from one of my very favorite people. It's actually a a brand new book. I've been listening to it on audio. Um, The book is called Everything is Figureoutable, and the author is Marie Forleo. And Jerome, I don't know if you and I have talked about this much, but Marie Forleo is a kind of a force of nature. And I've known about her for a long time. I've even taken her, what's called her B-School. It's an online uh, school to help you figure out your business. She's Mm -hmm. super smart, super engaging, and as hard a worker and as as, um, diligent a person as I've ever encountered. Um, Yes, you have talked about her. And, um, I, I, but can I go ahead and say, I didn't read the book? Yes, you can (laughs) say it. I didn't read the book. (laughs) (laughs) But we have lots of notes and I, I think, I think you can tell from the title that could be our billboard right there. Everything is figure outable, but I wanted to dig in a little bit because there are some, it's full of great little gems. Um, like what's your favorite my favorite gem from the book? Uh-huh. Well, the one that resonated with me most, and we'll go back and talk a little bit more about her in the book, but I'll just say the one that resonated, resonated with me most was, it's not even a, like a saying, but it's like, you make every choice about how you live your life. Um, and I don't know why this resonates with me so much, uh, maybe because of my upbringing where I don't know, but it feels like sometimes I forget that. Like I'm a grown ass adult mm. and my life is, is the result of choices I make. And for some reason, maybe it's being busy having a kid and busy work life. And you kind of get in this momentum, this rhythm where 
I forget that the choices that I do have a choice. I can say yes or no to basically anything, or I can make a choice to go after something. Um, yeah. It's all in my control. Right. And I, I forget that um, and on a daily basis. So, so living intentionally uh, yeah. makes you, because you're not always saying I'm living intentionally, you end up forgetting that, that yeah. uh, you're making these choices. Right. And, and, you know, you don't get everything you choose. Of course, that's ridiculous. Um, and you could say, and what her example is, you know, you have a choice whether you pay taxes or not. And, and like, well, that's crazy. You don't have a choice. You have to pay them. Well, no, you do. You cannot pay them. You can use that money to do something else. You'll pay the consequences of it, but you still have a choice. It's kind of that empowering thing for good or for ill, but it's more like if you're not liking something in your life, you can choose differently and it may be really hard and it may take a lot of work, but you can change the course of things by being intentional to use your word about the choices you make. And I think I like this most, not just for myself. I mean, we're here to talk about kids, but I think the kid angle is super important too, because kids are used to being told what to do and they get lulled into this idea. I think that you know, your parents are going to figure it out for you or your teachers, or they don't feel like they have much agency in their lives um, because they're kids. And I think the more, the earlier they learn that they can choose their own adventure and pay the consequences or reap the rewards, I think the better it is that you feel like you are the, you know, the, the determiner of your life. Well, I'm feeling you and I'm hearing you. And you told me earlier before we started this podcast that I was going to be oppositional today and I'm not feeling uh, that way. However, <laughs> I do believe that um, I don't think it's quite so easy as uh, we make that conscious choice to do this or that. I think that biochemistry drives the bus and that um if you feel if if the gut ain't right then um your choices will unconsciously be influenced by your gut not being right if your yes. stomach's hurting you know or yeah. if you're way in too in love and I'm, by the way i thought about this when i was running today mm -hmm. and this lady didn't like get her dog off the trail. And I remember when we were in Deer Valley and you took up for that, that dog that was like trying to get all over me. And you were like saying that I was overreacting. It's because you love dogs so much. And I do too, but like, I haven't had a, I haven't had one all my life like you. And yeah. it's just like, so when you love something, you know, biochemically, it, it skews your view to yeah. uh and so that's why <laughs> it's not it's not so easy to um you know um you know just do what you want to do or just choose because you know your 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 biochemistry's got to be a certain way for you to have that type of clarity however i do think that for the for the most part and for the best 
um, I mean, you live very intentionally because you take really good care of yourself and you get enough sleep and you work out mm-hmm. and you spend time with your husband and, you know, and you're creative with your daughter and you love your work. And so it's, you know, that you're fueled to be very uh, proactive, you know, in your choices. And I think that's what we all want to strive for. Right. Yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying and I think, um, yeah, so it's a chicken and egg, which came first, the fact that I'm wired to be, you know, proactive or intentional or that I choose to be intentional and it's a muscle that builds itself. Right. Um, well, which came first? The feeling came first that, man, this feels good um, hiking these trails. And so you get your, you, you know, you get get right under the hood and enjoy things. And then the next thing you know, you start, you know, it opens up your mind to like wanting to explore and get shit done. You know, it's a right. rippling effect. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I hear what you're saying, like, you know, maybe I've got good habits that make this easier, but I do think as, as, as an, in, even an intellectual exercise Mm-hmm. And there's an, there's another quote I like that is kind of the opposite of intellectual, but the an intellectual exercise of just keeping it in your mind that I'm in charge here. Like mm-hmm. the forces right. don't have to have their way with me. They mm-hmm. might, and I might get knocked down, but I do have a choice. I'm creating this story. I'm creating this life. Like, it, it's a, it's kind of a mindset, I guess, of intentionality versus a day-to-day action upon it. Hopefully, you'll get to the action, but if you right. can get that in your mindset, and especially for kids, I'll take it back to that. Right. Like kids, I think especially these days are so such passive receivers of information, and because of technology, they're 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 absorbing a lot. Which there's another great nugget in here, which I'll get to that relates to this like they're set to be receptors of information and kind of you make another click and you go get more information and you're not you you, the person the kid doing that is not thinking about them being the actor they're thinking about getting more information from someone else right um Right. And so I think it's just super important. Like one of one of Marie's um, things that she lives by is she make she creates before she consumes. Mm-hmm. So every day when she wakes up before she checks her email or gets on Twitter or reads New York Times, she forces herself to create whether that's coming up with a business idea or going deeper on a business idea like doing something that she's in charge of and that she's yeah. creating for her life before she um, kind of gets the dessert of consumption. And, it, you know, and that creative, getting her creative juices flowing will also determine, you know, dictate like what she consumes. Yes, you know, yeah, absolutely. Like, if I've just re- really created something that I'm tickled about, I'm not going to read 19 articles about, 
you know, who, <laughs> when I, when, <laughs> I'm not saying who, I'm just saying, you uh-huh, know. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I, I think it's safe to say, given the size of our audience right now, that we can say, Trump. I'm not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. I'll take the hit. Um, but yeah, yeah, exactly. You'll be inspired to not spend 30 minutes just fuming about the latest. I know you're bullshit. going straight to the horoscopes. So you <laughs> see what's going to happen with the shit you just created. You know? <laughs> so true. Um, so, so here's another uh, tidbit that I think you're going to um, have some opposition to. Um, uh, if you want something bad enough, you will find a way to make it happen. Oh. So if you're saying, I wish I could, you know, X, Y, or Z, fill in the blank, but it's not really true. And I just think that's mean. That's just so mean. I'm so tired of like people telling folk that and it's just not true they're just you know i mean i'm i'm clueless as to how to make it happen a lot of times you know and i told you that this reminds me of that sex in the city episode <laughs> where charlotte and carrie were at that dating thing and um some workshop and you know and charlotte was like she has tried every single thing to find a guy and you know and it's like putting it back on her like well you're just not trying hard enough and it's like that's bullshit it's not just your intention fate calls the shots as well well i i hear you and i do agree you again you don't have complete control over everything but you do have control about get the ball rolling get the ball rolling and mm. make choices again go back going back to make choices and i mean i think about this in my life and uh, like when I, and you said this to me the other day, Jerome, when you want something bad enough, you will figure out a way to make it happen. You said this to me, and I don't know really w- what you were saying this to me about last week on our regular Tuesday call, mm-hmm. um, but it's well, true. Um, if I, however, if, if I can't have it on a Tuesday night, then I'm usually not wanting it. And I believe that a lot of, you know, it's it's like, you know, and I think that um, I'm not sure we're at that place to talk about it yet, but uh, living the feeling life, you know, um, uh, if you, I think it's almost like, you know, choosing how you want to feel. Let's let's go with choosing. I think you ought to have uh, intentions about how you want to feel more so than just what you want to get done. I would actually talk to my kid mm. about that. I would say like, how do you want to feel? You know, um, my life got changed about 20 years ago when I was talking to a researcher and um, the, um, psychologist um, down in Birmingham. And I was telling them how much I enjoy church. I just going on and on about church and how, and he's just like, he just pointed out, like, he's like, well, why do you like it? And I was like, well, because it's just the singing and the blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, you like it because of the way it makes you feel. You know, and I was like, okay. You know, I didn't really hear it, but I should have, you know, but, but, but I did. 
uh, eventually and eventually incorporated that into my life and try to live the feeling life actually because you know it's just like if church didn't make me feel so great if mm -hmm. running didn't make me feel so great then I wouldn't do it right I think that's super important I think that's hard for kids to know what that means I don't know or hard I think it's harder a little bit harder to explain yeah it's what because that means. everybody wants to feel happy I just want mm -hmm. to feel happy well what will it take to feel happy do you yeah I, I I do think that you're right on that yeah but, um, but uh, maybe asking them well how did it make you feel to hang it to spend the night at so-and-so's house mm-hmm yeah you know, um, do you feel you know did you feel like you were included did you feel like you were loved, <laughs> you know? Right. Did they, right. did you feel like they enjoyed you? Those, did you feel safe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think those are good questions. Do you think, um, getting back to this thing of like, um, let's put it in kid terms. Like I wish I could be better. Like I wish I could win the trophy in soccer this year. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm not good enough or I'm, you know, blah, 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 whatever their kind of feeling, let's just say feeling about it is like, do you feel like it's uh, something that as a parent, you could say, wow, that sounds like a great goal. I totally understand that. You know, what could you do to get your, yourself closer to that? What are some of the things that you could do if that's something that you think would really make you yes happy. i think that that's a great question and it, and it's on point and i think too like as an afterthought like by the way baby um where did that where did you discover that i'm not good enough where's that coming from just to make sure it's you know it's mm. you know if it's unwarranted you know you want to like get all over that and it's like so you're just going around saying stuff like that for sport like did you hear me say that <laughs> you know, where'd you pick that up that's bullshit <laughs> yeah but um just seeing you know because sometimes it's, it's like um you know if maybe they aren't you know maybe they have the insight to know that they aren't a big fish in the soccer pond and uh it's okay to own that and and so you know well just as long as you're enjoying it you know right or okay to to understand or a good lesson i think to understand you love soccer you want to be the best on your team okay what are some things you could do get some extra lessons we'll pay for that or you know go out and practice after supper on tuesdays we'll help yes. you do that and then if they don't do those things it's not like they messed up it's just no. data no. right like oh this is these are the things you need to do. These are the things we talked about you need to do to get X. Right. You're not good enough to do that. And so this is good information for the next thing. And are you enjoying the process? Because that's, mm. that's where life is. You know, are you enjoying these practices at some level? I know it's hot, but like, are right. you enjoying them at some level? You know, uh, getting them to understand that like, getting to be the best is certainly a great goal to set for yourself 
to set the process of enjoying yourself in place. Yes, absolutely. Because even if it's hard, the process of of doing something you love and right. working hard to on something that you love is is a I mean if if I could teach Nora that I feel like my job would be done. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well the, and even the research shows it it's just like, you know, um you know, putting together uh something you bought at IKEA you know, if you put that together yourselves versus getting them to do it, you like end up liking it more. You're more proud of it. Yeah, it, totally. It, even if it's jacked up and you put one leg on backwards, it's just like, <laughs> I'm going to leave it on. I'm going to leave that chair, that leg on backwards <laughs> because it's symbolic of my sweat. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a great way to model for your kids. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or what was that we talked about? Of what was it? It's good to suck at something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, I um, I had a great it's great to suck at something moment yesterday. I started tennis lessons. Oh, fun! I know. Um, and I'm doing it with my friend uh, Jennifer Bomsey. She's a mom of a friend of Nora's, and we're taking lessons at the Oakland Parks and Rec. Uh, courts. And I was saying to her after I said, oh, this is the best feeling to be starting at zero mm -hmm. at something and knowing that of you're going to fuck up like and you're not going to be good. It's such a relief. Like in six months, I won't have this feeling because I'll I should have learned something. Uh -huh. But right now it is just a delicious feeling to just be there and having somebody teach me from scratch something that I'm really interested in. I love it when love is driving the bus versus fear driving the bus. Mm, yeah. yeah. That sounds like love is driving the bus right now. That's for now. You know, I got kicked out of therapy when I was 23, my therapist or something, I guess I was like 23. And he kicked me out of therapy and said like, go take tennis lessons. That's all you need. You know, why did uh, he say that? Well, he's just like uh, being overtly competitive, you know, and, um, you know, and he just thought that that would heal everything <laughs> for Wait, me. You, you were being overtly competitive in your life or in therapy, trying to uh, be a great patient? I should be more overtly competitive. Oh, you, you wanted know. that. Yeah, that, ah. that's, well, that's what he wanted. You know, I'm one of those, like when the race becomes when the walk becomes a race or when the run becomes a race a race i start walking yeah you and like, me both yeah yeah so <laughs> you know like yeah that's cool being you know and also like it's gonna make you like so uh it's like a great way seniors when we get 70 we need to be playing a sport versus just being good at exercising because, yeah. you know, it's, it's that social component. And, yeah. Well, and just physically, I mean, I just have noticed that people play tennis till they're old. Like, so why not? I mean, it seems like a well, great sport to learn. Also, but, but it's communal. Yes. Know? Yes. Yeah. It's communal, but you only, you only have to have one other person. Like, it's not like you have to have a whole team 
and organize that. You can have four, two or four and have like a tennis group. But if you just really want to get out and play, you only need one other person to make it happen. Well, just remember that Nora's friends uh, one day will be waiting on you and your tennis ladies friends at lunch somewhere. And um, will you just please remember that tip big? Because I heard the tennis ladies just like, they don't tip very big. And like, you're going to embarrass her if her 20 year old friend is waiting on you and you like, you know, pay 10% like okay. the other lady. All right. I, prom I promise here and now that I won't become a sucky tipper just because I'm playing tennis. Right. Um, well, I, I love this book. I love Marie and, and I, you can go to her website and kind of get some knowledge on her marieforleo.com m-a-r-i-e-f-o-r-l-e-o.com it'll be in the show notes but um and and she's one of those people that when i first saw her first was turned on to her i was like oh this is not my type of person she's too perky she's too with it she's too slick and she is a hundred percent opposite of all that like I said, at the, at the start, like she's, she just works her ass off to figure life out. And I appreciate that. And she's savvy enough to know how to package things so that you get excited. And I don't know, I think, and she's got a, a big heart. She gives back a lot too. So I think, um, I think she's great. And she's got so many videos and interviews with amazing people that we all love Elizabeth Gilbert and Danny Shapiro. Um, anyway, you can find a ton of stuff on her website, but I think this book is great. And I think that we need to get our billboard. This is always where you are, Jerome. This is where no, you get you to shine earlier. Uh, uh, because the whole time I was reading the notes on her and everything, and we were talking and thinking about kids and how, um, you know, they need to be intentional and uh, make their own choices and the such. Um, you know, even when they make their own choices, I just remember growing up and like, uh, you know, watching cartoons and uh, wanting things because the commercials would come on, mm. and, you know, and uh, just having, you know, a fantastic dad that just kept it so real. Like, you know, it's like, you gonna let the motherfuckers pimp you. You, should, you know you gonna let so i'm like you gonna let lucky that. charms pimp you <laughs> i know and so like i was just thinking like man you know uh that that uh you know making sure that they they know their choices is like where'd that choice come from mm, mm -hmm. i you know i you know i don't know i may have that I would have had that deep introspective kid, you know. Yeah, where did that choice come from? So it's not like you're you're telling them what to do. It's like you're getting them to think. Yes. Be conscious of where that where their choices are coming from. I think that's, that's good. Where, yes, I do not want them to just sign on to whatever Madison Avenue is indoctrinating, indoctrinating us to sign on to. And sometimes, you know, the choice might have come from the, you know, from your peers so that you yeah. feel apart. And do you feel good feeling a part of that, that circle? You know, are you right. glad you made that choice once you got, 
you know, it's like you got some new sparkle jeans. All right, now you get <laughs> with everybody's wearing sparkle jeans. Like, do you feel comfortable in those? Do you? I mean, I mean, do you like it? Right, and 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 knowing that that choice, yes, that choice came from this is what everybody else is doing, but I I get that I'm making my choice based on that information. Yes. And yes. so you're, you're conscious of the choice. Right. right. Where'd that choice come from? That's right. And, and I hope my friends that think that Subaru station wagons are just the best car on earth <laughs> are wondering like that y'all think y'all are just so, uh, that's like an escalate to you guys. You know that, don't you? That's like a Cadillac escalate. The, the white people's Cadillac escalate is a Subaru Outback. Oh, I've arrived. <laughs> I do love my Subaru Outback, I have to say. I know. I'm so white. I loved my Volvo too back in the day. So. Oh, yeah. nice, nice, nice. Yeah, that's really y'all's new Volvo. Yeah. So oh. where did that choice come from? Boo. Boo. <laughs> Baby. Uh, well, this is a fun one. Everybody go get Marie's book. Everything is figure outable. Um, and uh, write us or call us. Look on our website, billboardhappiness.com, and send us a question. Like, we're figuring this up as, out as we go along. And I would love to have more real questions. We had Julie Kasky on here a few weeks ago, but send us a question, leave us a message, let us help you out. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, make our lives meaningful. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, or thank you, Jerome. <laughs> Wait, what? I said, or even more meaningful. Even more meaningful. Yes. Yeah. Well, great talking to you as always. Thank you, you Jerome. Love you. Love you too now. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye.